Hello, everybody. This is Stephen, and welcome to the Stefan 5 Podcast. All right, today we're going to be talking about a filter call that I made, uh, the meeting I had with Ryan Trimble about videography. Uh, okay, the loss of traction that I had at that point of the day. Uh, the grocery store, TLC. Okay. All right, so yesterday I got on the phone to make calls for filters and I called somebody I forget the name but she ended up being in Virginia and so it was a little bit of a blow that okay I'm not gonna be able to collect any money out of that deal because she's out of town which when she comes back be able to do her or whatever but uh so there really wasn't any pressure at that point but I stayed on the phone and I actually pitched her on getting her uh in-laws not her in-laws but her children she's with her son and daughter-in-law if I'm not mistaken up in Virginia and there's and the reason she stayed is because whatever we're having outbreaks with COVID and everything else I told her about the FDA release and uh and asked if she'd be interested or if her 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 kids would be interested in in that level of protection so and now she really because she kind of seemed interested of course you know and i gave her a price you know but so that's a slight buy signal of course it's it's high dollar to three doors three-story house so it would be you know more expensive and stuff but um so there's that but when i got off the phone the guy in the office there with me when i was on the phone he's like man that was a good sales call so uh that it is reassuring, which I, I think it was a decent sales call, but I didn't make the sale. But then again, I didn't make enough calls to actually let that good sales call, you know, produce a result. So that's what I got to do today. I just got to get on the phone and start pounding um, because it looks like I'm out of filters to change more or less uh, other than stopping by some places, which I've got plans to do that as well. And uh, so then I went. And I met with Ryan Trimble about uh, about some potential future marketing videos for benchmark air quality. And uh, so this dude is pretty gifted. His quality of work is it's it's top notch, and he really likes the same stuff I do. He likes uh, MasterClass and Apple and Lincoln. Those are the the videos that we, uh, or the ads that we watched. And it's just like, oh, wow. So, and the product. So we talked about what product to feature. And uh, we really got excited about the mobile unit because it's affordable. And the ad that we would model would be the Lincoln ad. And it's just awesome. But it's just not feasible for the first video because it's just so much work. You know, we'd have to go to the city and like the outside lighting and it's just it would be a lot of trial and error to get all that just perfect. So in the future, I think we're going to make one of those ads. and It's going to be a lot of fun and awesome. But for now, we're going to combine the the model, the Apple ad for like the MacBook Pro and a combination or a conflation, I guess, of uh, that and a masterclass video of me giving some description of what it is and a little bit of background on how I, you know, came to do it, I guess. So we kind of got to put that together. But that's what we're going to start that on February 5th. And he's going to, 
there's a lot of benefit for him to for his portfolio. He's going to work with me on uh, price and payments or percentages or anything else. So, but I'm really hoping by then got the big domino down, you know, uh, with with long term care and things of that nature and some education things or whatever to where I can just pay cash and just get him on board and just start, you know, making a bunch of awesome videos. So that should be fun. So that was encouraging and just, you know, exciting to, you know, it's just exciting to have that level of quality in your future. And, and the, the, yeah, so, okay. And then I went to go work on getting, this domain and like the logos and stuff switched over from smells like new to benchmark air quality. And it just could not find the traction. Didn't know where to start. It was just frustrating. So I kind of looked inward and was like, so why do I not feel good? And it really it has to do with what I'm eating. Like my brain just does not work right when I put poison in my body. And by poison, I mean sugar and carbs. Like, ugh. So been eating like not even that bad, but bad enough to where it's like, okay. So I went to the grocery store. I spent 30 bucks, I think. Got some Quest bars. <laughs> That's like the best dessert ever. And, uh. As far as I was like the only thing cheat. Other than that, got uh, almonds and broccoli and yeah, stuff like that. So that way, when I do eat, I'll you know I'll you know be clean fuel, right? Which today's Wednesday and I'm fasting, so I rationalized eating pizza last night at TLC. Not a good choice. I don't feel the best right now, but had a good workout this morning, so I'm going to be all right. But uh, so I want to talk about what happened at TLC. I, Catherine, Sister Catherine, Mandy's mom, spoke and shared her testimony about her, how God had his hand on her life, her entire life, but she didn't really know God. But had been searching, you know, been through a lot of different churches and things and, you know, even went through biker gangs and things like, like legit. And, uh, and she got the Holy Ghost and everything changed like overnight. So I wanted, I, I remember when I first got the Holy Ghost or maybe not first, but you know, once I had something to reflect on and to observe, okay, this is what I did. I instantly started to impose who I was in my journey and the way that things worked out for me on other people and acted like, well, if it doesn't, if you don't follow the path I followed, you're not doing it right. You know, and I guess I'm a real rigid person. I see things like, and I just believe them so much. So I, that's, was my mindset. And as I learned more and more about this or that, I feel, you know, I, I just got so rigid and I don't know, I don't know when it was, but I just had a, a revelation that like that rigidness keeps people out because then they feel like they can't, they can't please you. So they just want to give up. And it's just not true. God doesn't take people 
from here to there the same exact way every time. Like it just doesn't like at the rate at which you realize certain things are sin or, you know, things to avoid or things to start doing and things it's different for everybody. So you just got to let people do their thing, but also by not pretending things that are sin aren't and things like that. So, I mean, it gets, there's two sides to it for sure. But anyway, I was trying to make that point, uh, when I was talking and I just didn't get, uh, I, I just couldn't, I the words just weren't coming. And I was like, Oh God. And I was like, whatever. So I stopped talking and then I was, I was really contemplating like, okay, now I want, I, I want to straighten out what I said to make sense. But like, I want to look inward. Like, why do I want to do it for my reputation as somebody that can formulate a decent thought or for the people there that actually need that? So, but and I realized it was the latter. Like, I, I don't care. Like if people think I can formulate a good thought, I mean, I do, but I don't, you know, I just want to be able to formulate a good thought because so it can help people like legitimately. Like, so I believe that's where I'm at. So whatever. And, uh, so then I talked again and the issue was, okay, so I'm going to back up just a minute and I'm going to say something, uh, that I am one of the things I'm very rigid on and I, and I still am, but I don't judge people for their error, ju- well, for one reason, because I'm in error. I'm in error in er- areas that I, I'm not aware of. But it's biblical terminology, right? We say a lot of things like, he set me free, he set me free, like that, whatever. It's a cool song, but the Bible doesn't say that. Like, you legitimately can type in set free, you won't find it. Or the Shekinah glory, or the rapture, or the trinity, or all these non-biblical words that get used within the Christian community. And as far as I'm concerned, they're all just as bad as the other. Like when we use non-biblical terminology to make a doctrine and we build things around it and it's just not, it's just not true. So I, and as soon as I realize something's not right, I change, you know, and, but change is hard. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, a, a neural pathway is formed in your brain after you do something enough times. It becomes part of your identity. So changing is extremely difficult. And one of the things that I just came to know is surrender, right? And I, I preach, well, whatever. I would, you know, beat that surrender drum like it's going out of style. And the whole thing is my walk with God is me surrendering to the power of God and surrender to his plan for my life and surrender, surrender. You know, you have to surrender the outcome to God and let him do it and everything else. And I've said that and said that and said that. And then I became aware that when the Bible actually uses the word surrender, it is surrendering to the enemy in defeat. And the correct terminology is to yield to God. Because ultimately, God's never going to take away our autonomy. You know, we do get to choose. It's a team effort. Like, you get to choose. You build your life with God. It's yielding. It's not surrendering. Well, everyone's always like, why is God always the last chance? Why is God always the last thing you try? Well, I disagree with that on the very core basis. Because it's not... First of all, try is just 
oh, that word just makes my skin crawl. Because like, if you ever hear it, you know, nothing's going to happen. Try means like that. I'm just telling you that I'm going to try so I don't have to feel terrible about myself and I can get you out of my, but it means it's not going to happen. So I just don't like that word anyway. But it's not that God's the last thing we try. It's just, we're just finally backed into the corner. Uh, and this is what I said too. It's like, if we, cause we learn every time we do something, we learn. So then we try to learn a little bit from this scenario and this scenario and this experience. And they're like, okay, now I'm going to do it again. And with those three to five or a hundred things that I learned in the past, that will help me navigate through and come out with a, a, a more favorable outcome. So you keep trying that and you keep trying to reason all the things you know. And the reason you do that is because that's the one thing that's, that's familiar and that's certain to you. And what I said is to turn to God is to surrender. It's like, okay, I don't know God. You got to lead me. And that's what I said. And I meant it except for the terminology because it's not exactly surrender. And then there was a whole big thing. Everybody's like, yeah, that's so good and everything. And, blah, blah. and so it's like, oh man, you know, now I'm getting accolades for saying something that I do not believe in. It just came out. And, and as it came out, I knew it was coming out. It just sounds better in that place. Like the, the yielding, I don't know. Like I didn't use that word, but I actually, it gave me a chance. So then everybody's like, yeah, surrender. You got to surrender. And then Libby brought up that like, yeah, but you're surrendering to the enemy on the other side. So you're going to surrender either way. So it actually gave me a chance to, to make that point. The point I just made about surrender what it actually means so it's actually way worse than i said so so leaning on your own reasoning is surrendering to the works of the flesh i.e the works of the devil the beastly nature the thing that has there's no in my flesh dwelleth no good thing to not go with god is to surrender to pathological behavior that is self-defeating and it's no good like just by definition that's what that is and so then I, I, I said that too, like it's yielding, it's, it's yielding to, to God and doing that. So, so I made that, I made that point. So I guess now actually after saying this out loud, after the fact, I'm realizing that's what God had to do. Like he kind of had to hold back the flow. Oh, wow. So now I got to get back to the point I was at before. Huh. Okay, let's see where we're, we were at. Yeah. Yeah, what was I What was I thinking? Uh, as far... So, yeah. I, okay, so then another thing. So I was talking about how you don't... Uh, you don't want to impose your particular journey on somebody else and have them feel inadequate for not being able to live up to the way you think it should be. I have a tendency of doing that, by the way. I, I don't know. Because I don't know. It was just the, what I was raised around. So I have a tendency of once I know someone loves me, subconsciously, it's not like, oh, I'm going to make you love me and then make you feel terrible about everything you do. But that's more or less what I do. <laughs> Which well, not anymore. I mean, no one loves me anymore <laughs> because of that. <laughs> but, you know, like even my dogs and stuff, you know, uh, which I don't have any dogs anymore either, but, uh, but that's, uh, that is, uh, that's a real concern, right? And I think as a movement, 
that's what we give off. It's such a shame that the name Jesus gives that vibe. As a whole, it just does. So that's why we got all these churches that are like, no, we don't judge, we don't judge. And then there's zero standard whatsoever. And it's just diluting the name Jesus. So it's like you have to have that compassion and and just excitement for somebody uh, on all the progress that they're making without any judgment. Judgment, there's a day of judgment. I don't know. It, it's it, it's kind of hard to tailor that in and, 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 and act the right way. But at the end of the day, if you just have genuine curiosity and love and excitement for people's progress, I think that's the, that's the ticket. And when we start being too judgmental on anybody else, it's because we're subconsciously judging ourselves. So we have to look for faults in other people. And I think that's the, the main thing. And I'm just, I just don't want to be ineffective. Like I don't getting up on the mountain and looking down on people that aren't doing things right. That just does not actually produce anything. So that's what, that's why I bring that up. And like no one, I mean, I'm not even saying that anybody that's saying anything else is doing that. I just know that I have a tendency of doing that. And as a movement and the particular, uh, what would you call it? Denomination that I adhere to Pentecostalism, you know, the apostolic movement, it's, probably 10 times worse than just genuine Christianity because we look so much different. And everybody's like, well, they think I'm going to hell because I don't look like them. I mean, that's what everyone says. And it's like, and I don't know what percentage of the Pentecostals is that actually the case? I don't know. But God, I hope it's not me because that you are not producing anything. That is just pushing everybody away if that were the case. So that's what I'm, I'm just talking in circles, I guess. Or I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm making a point, but I guess I'll jump off here. But that's why I mentioned that because that is okay. And then I told a story. So I mentioned that, but it wasn't coming across. So I mentioned a story that I don't know if I have time for. Let me see. Oh, I guess I can. I got time for it. Uh, the story is me getting delivered from heroin withdrawals. So it's like, like if God can deliver you from the withdrawal effects of heroin, like there's nothing he can't do. Like when you do heroin, it gets ingrained. It, it, it gets woven into the fiber of every single cell in your body, right down to your bones and your cartilage and everything else in your body needs it to function. And when you don't have it, you go into cold sweats, you get diarrhea, you shake. It is absolutely terrible. Like there's no, it's not like you just had, you're mistaken or something like that. Like you, there's no natural way to avoid this thing that's coming if you do a bunch of opiates any opiates really opioid uh so god did that and then so then i think oh well then god will just do that for anybody else if they just love god the right way and it's like that's so stupid that's not true because i mean he could and so then i uh, impose that on somebody it was like five years ago because they were going through that. I'm like, oh, no, you don't, you don't need drugs. You, you know, methadone, too. It, 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 was a, it was The story was methadone. 
And that's a more of a controlled thing. It's not like you're doing it to get high. You're just doing it to kind of get through life. And a lot of people use things like that to get from point A to point B. I, as a general rule, will tend to not use those things to get from point A to point B. But I don't even know anymore. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk to someone that's high. I don't want to talk to someone that's drunk. Like, legitimately, I have free will and I'm not going to. But at the end of the day, if, if, if people want to use things to get from point A to point B, who am I to judge? Like, that's legitimately how I feel. So that's why I bring that up because I, 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 when, when, when people, talk about their walk with God. I I just, I want to, or their, their walk to success when they're like, you need to do what I do. Exactly. And it doesn't work out that way. Exactly. You know, we're all different. We're more the same than we are different. We're all human beings, but we are different. Okay. That's everything for today. Have a good day. Hopefully. Oh yeah. One more thing. I am having trouble publishing on this app again. And that's frustrating because last one's yesterday's deal didn't get uh, published, but today, hopefully it does. All right. Love you. I'll talk to you later.